0: This is Artist Stories, featuring the stories of artists and arts organizations in our region. Artist Stories is a project of the Arts Foundation for Tucson and Southern Arizona, which is partially funded by the City of Tucson and Pima County. I'm Janae Sanchez, and today I am with Bibi Harris, dance maker and binational teaching artist. Bibi, thank you for being with me today on Artist Stories. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, and, and also about your art practice and how you you came to this moment, right, in, in your career as a as a binational artist?
1: So I started dancing since I was a little girl. I started doing folklorico, Mexican folklorico, and by the age of nineteen, I decided to open my own dance studio here in Douglas, Arizona. I was so dedicated. Um, teaching, but in 2016, um, I joined the project um, Dance in the Desert, and it's when the binational artist thing started for me. I collaborate in different projects like women migrations, binational Y luego, Conciertos Sin Fronteras, Concerts with, uh, Without Borders. And then I had the, this opportunity of creating my own project. Since I first started working um, by national projects, it, that's been my main focus.
0: That's so awesome, Bibi, to see the, like, the trajectory of your career, right? Starting out as a dancer and then a choreographer, and then a a business owner, and then branching out into like multimedia projects. That's just so wonderful to have been able to see this, um, being uh, from Douglas and seeing you take off the way you have. Can you tell us a little bit more about the community-centered project that you led in Nogales, Sonora and Nogales, Arizona called
1: Voces Migrantes? Migrantes, it's a project that I've been working for the past year, um, and I was able to realizarlo this past February 2022. I did a lot of research on migrants houses or as- asilos de migrantes. I decided to go to Nogales, Sonora, and it was a wonderful experience. It was beautiful sharing spaces with uh, people from Chile, Haiti, Russia, Guatemala, and from the south of Mexico. The first day we just went and visited, and chat with each others. And the second day we had Yvonne Montoya. She worked with only women doing activities like writing down things that they remember from their home. And then creating movement sentences with them. And and then we had Gerardo. He worked with um, women and men. And he teach polkas. It's a Mexican traditional dance from the north. And then finally we had Alia Rubio. She worked with kids and teenagers. And she teach um, creative movement with the kids and teenagers. And then after that, we all cooked together. They made breakfast for us, they made bread. They, um, it's like a big family. It's a it's a group of a uh, hundred and thirty people to get all together. So it, it, it was a wonderful experience sharing and receiving a little bit of their life, their dreams.
0: That's so cool. I'm looking at the Soy phone that, uh, Instagram. Page and it seems like a it's a family affair. Can you talk about how your family is involved in your art practice, especially with the Voices Migrantes project?
1: We relate to them because we did the same thing. We we were born in Mexico and then we crossed the border and now we were here. So it was like a family. I I, I took like fifteen. People, members wow. of my family yeah <laughs> to help out and an experience and my mom helped with the cooking we did um pozole it was amazing an amazing experience and i've been in contact with the organizadora of the house because i don't want this to be oh just a project and then leave i want to keep in touch with them and, and build a relationship with La Casa Aquino And,
0: you know, you worked with participants that were staying in the migrant home. And you said from, you know, Guatemala, uh, Haiti, Russia, Mexico. How did they receive the artistic process of using dance and movement to, to express their stories?
1: Initially, it was going to be only for 10 women, this project. And then when I got in contact with Angelica, she said, are we able to bring all the people from the house together? And I was like, yeah, it was totally fine with me. And I was a little bit nervous, right? Because I didn't know how they were going to receive our project, but they all participate. Women, men, kids, all of them. Amazing. Now, I would love us to go back in time. Can you talk about
0: your artistic route and how did you get started as a as a creative and how did you know that you wanted to pursue a career in the arts at such a young age?
1: Well, since I was a little girl on my own family, they always used to play instruments. They used to play guitar, they used to play the piano, violin, and they love to perform they love performing some of them they used to recitar poems like my brother i've grown up around artistic people so i started doing mexican folklorico and then i started teaching at a dance studio and i was like this is what i want to do teaching little ones and you know With my culture, music is involved all the time. So we used to have dinners and parties and there was always music and we all danced. It was a natural thing for me since I was a Little girl,
0: yeah. I feel like sometimes when you grow up in those environments, it almost seems inevitable, right? Growing up around music, and I it's really cool to know you grew up around poetry as well. It seems like such a n- nurturing place for discovery, especially thinking about human emotions and how do you express them through artistic forms. That's really great to know. I want to ask you about, you know, some of your influences. I know your family members um, have had a a major influence on on your life and your career. Uh, Who are some of your other influences in in the arts?
1: Well, initially, it was my culture, my family, Mm -hmm. and my dance school. But then thanks to you, Janae, that you got me involved with, (laughs) Uh with other artists. One of my big influences is Janae Sanchez and <laughs> uh, the other one is Yvonne Montoya. I look up to you guys. Those are my big influences. I, I love other artists and influences but the main ones is my family, my culture, yourself, Yvonne that you guys helped me grow as an artist.
0: Oh, I really appreciate that, Bibi. You are also very influential to me and my peers, artists who I've grown up around, I, I also see them as, as my influences. right? Of course, other famous artists that are with us and not with us, but I think those artists that you like grow up with and do work with and collaborate with, they have such a like an important place uh, in my in my heart, but also like in my successes. So I, I feel exactly the same way. What advice do you have for artists who are looking to take on a new path, Eric, in, in their creative practice? I know you've been working in choreography and dance, and now you're working in like social practice. Can you provide advice for an artist who is thinking about branching out, right, or expanding how they are doing work in a community?
1: The main thing is to not be scared to be yourself, to give it a try, to open up, to follow their passion, their dreams, get out of that comfort zone that we are in, and also to reach out to other artists that are well-established, that are with more experience, and I think involve with your community. I think community is one of your main inspiration to grow your practice, to grow your art. For me, that's what, what it's working, being involved with my community and, and to not forget where I came from, my roots, my culture, my family.
0: I I think it's so beautiful how I think since the, like the beginning, right? Because I know you started off as a teaching artist on both sides of the border. And now your social practice is also exists, takes place, nourishes both sides of the border. What are some of the best parts uh, about working binationally, but also what are some of the challenges that you have faced working as a binational artist?
1: I think one of the los pros que, of, of being a binational artist is the connection that um, our two border towns have and to see like what similitudes we have right as a border people because i see it when i go to the south of mexico we are so different in so many ways even our food or traditions and we're still mexican right Mm -hmm. but i think one of the challenges that face i think was not all the people they see the beauty on this or it gets political but i think it's the only challenge that i experience but i see the beauty on it so there's more good things about this than than one bad experience or one bad thing
0: oh yeah i feel exactly the same way it's like focusing on what's important which are are the people right Uh, all the relationships i think what happens in political spaces like border communities those narratives can sometimes overshadow just human experience so I think it's amazing the work that you're doing is literally doing that is lifting up stories from people who are occupying like border spaces. And I I appreciate that about your work. Okay, Bibi, I want to ask you right now, what is moving you? And what are you working on right
1: now? What's coming up in the future? What moves you? um, It's my family, my community and my ancestors. And what I'm working on it is I just finished these classes that are that are called Creative aging Communities. So I'm used to work with young people, but now I open my mind, my heart to start working with elderly people. So I just finished that and I'm working on this pr- project that it's called uh, Quienes Somos who are we and it's basically we're working with elderly home here in Douglas and an elderly home in Agua Prieta Sonora and how do we connect it's a beautiful project and i'm still working on Voces migrantes i want to visit another border like el paso con juarez mexicali take that Project to another border. Also, BB dancers participating in Dance in the Desert for the third year this year. Wow. And we're so happy that it's going to be now in our hometown here in Douglas and Agua Prieta.
0: Beautiful. And when is um, Dance in the Desert happening?
1: In two weeks, May 19 and 20.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Bibi. This has been a wonderful conversation and so rich with all of the the wonderful things you are doing on the border, not only in Douglas and Agua Prieta, but now in Ambos Nogales and the demographics, right? Working with young children all the way up to our elderly people. Uh, it's, it's such a beautiful story. And I hope our listeners will learn more about your work and stay up to date with With what you're doing, I wish you the best of luck in all of your future pursuits, and I I just can't wait to see what you do next. I appreciate you taking this time to to have a conversation with me.
1: No, thank you for having me, Janae, and I hope my work. One of my main focuses is to inspire young people to work with with art with to enrich Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. art culture, to value our space that is the border and uh, yeah thank you thank you for having me i'll stay in touch with you guys thank you Phoebe.
0: this has been artist stories featuring the stories of artists and arts organizations in our region to listen to more podcasts visit kxci.org music for this podcast was created by jonathan rodriguez